0: Back in the room, she turned on the television and sat glued to it. She tried to call her family in New York. No calls were going through. The lines were jammed. She phoned her mother. Clara ran to pick up the phone. Oh, thank God. I thought you'd left already. What's happening? What am I looking at? Is it real? What about my grandchildren, Emma and Peter? They live in New York. Are they all right? More questions, no answers. I can't get through to the children right now. I will try again later, Victoria said. I'm staying at the hotel until flights are resumed. It's total confusion. I'll just have to wait until they let me know. Turn off the television, Mother. It will only upset you more. No, I have to watch. Renee, my neighbour, just came in. She'll stay with me. We're both crying. I'm beside myself with worry. Keep phoning the children. I won't rest until I know they are safe. What is this world coming to, my darling? I don't know, Mummy. Whatever it is, it isn't good. I'll ring you when I can get through to New York. I love you. Eventually the telephone lines cleared and Victoria made contact with her children in New York. They were in shock like everyone else. It's awful, Mum. Clouds of debris. Dirt, and only God knows what everywhere. On the pavements, on the window ledges. thick clouds of it rolling in on Broadway. Joan's husband works in one of the towers. She doesn't know if he managed to escape. She's frantic. People are walking around with photos, asking strangers in the street if they've seen this or that person. It started out a beautiful morning. It's actually dark now. The pollution has reached the west side of town, right where we live. I've closed all the windows. I can't go out. None of us can go out. The air is thick with dust and dirt. Nothing we can do but wait. Call again, Mum. We don't know any more than you do right now. Can you give Grandma Clara a call? Tell her we're safe, bewildered but all right. When I get a dial tone, I'll try to call her. It's a miracle you got through. The conversation ended and the television droned on. Every aircraft in the United States of America was on the ground. The entire country was locked down. There was no way she was going to leave London today. Suddenly, Victoria felt like a voyeur watching death take life indiscriminately. She had to get out of the room, go somewhere, take a walk in the park, anything other than see the same scenes repeated over and over again. It was shameful, heartbreaking, and unbearable. In a split second of time, life on Earth, not just on her little piece of earth, but on the entire planet, had taken a different course, a tragic, evil, dangerous course. Terrorists had shut down the world's airways, closed airports, and held all travel in their grasp. Al-Qaeda proudly took responsibility for the assault on the Twin Towers, while America counted its dead. Victoria phoned her mother again. Clara answered on the third ring, Victoria, oh, tell me, please tell me. The family is safe? Everyone's safe, Mummy. They're all safe. Peter is close to the Twin Towers. Well, what was the Twin Towers? He's up on the roof of his building taking photographs. He shouldn't be breathing that polluted air. Tell him I said to get down to his flat immediately. Mother. Victoria called Clara Mother when she wanted to get Clara's attention. Make a cup of tea, turn off the television, and sit in the garden. No, I will not. I I cannot. Who did this? What maniacs did this? Can you come over? Later, when I have some idea of when the planes will be flying again. I have to see you before you leave. I'll be there. I'm staying overnight. Heathrow is closed. Emma will phone you, she promised.' Victoria replaced the phone in its cradle and began to pace like a caged animal in her hotel room. She thought about turning off the TV, but it seemed sacrilegious to do so. Then she remembered. She'd planned to visit the London art galleries before leaving for the States, but time had run away from her. Theatre and family had taken precedence. Why not go now? Watching television wasn't going to help anyone in New York. She rummaged in her suitcase for a clean blouse, put on a comfortable pair of shoes, applied lipstick and closed the door behind her, leaving the TV on. She took the lift to the ground floor.